0: Ballers Don't Lie is back here with another quarantine edition. I got Sam on the phone. How's it going, Sam?
1: Hey, I'm doing pretty good. You ready for this NFL talk?
0: I'm ready. Like Sam said, we got all NFL talk here today. Starting off with the draft. The draft's about a week past now, and Sam and I have both winners and losers of the draft. Sam, I'll let you start it off with one of your winners. Who do you think won the draft in your eyes? All
1: right. Maybe not the biggest winner, but definitely one of my favorite winners, the Vikings. I mean, we had a lot of holes going into the draft, and I think we plugged him pretty well. Got a receiver in the first round in Justin Jefferson to fill in for Stefan Diggs. Got a corner in the first round, too, to fill in for Rhodes and Waynes and Alexander that are now gone. And I liked our other picks, too, as the draft went on. We were able to get an offensive lineman in Ezra Cleveland that I think could be pretty good. and. We always need offensive line help, so the Vikings are my first
0: one. No, I definitely like that choice. I thought the Vikings did a good job in the draft. I've seen them rank number one in a lot of NFL power rankings for the draft, at least. and I think that surprises me a little bit. I thought they had a good draft. Like you said, they filled a lot of holes. I like the Jefferson pick. I think he's going to be a solid player. I didn't like them not taking Winfield at 31 and then hopefully just trading Harris for more picks to help with more secondary help at the cornerback spot, but overall, I agree, I like their draft.
1: I mean, yeah, the one thing that I don't, or wouldn't call the Vikings the biggest winner, A-plus grade, and it's not really even their fault, but since we didn't get to pick until number 23, these guys aren't the best of the best in the draft like a lot of other teams got.
0: No, for sure, and like you said, they added depth. I like the O-line pick with Cleveland, like you said, I think that he just fits the Vikings' zone blocking scheme very well, so I thought that was a solid pickup too.
1: Yeah, I mean, they compare him to Brian O'Neill in a lot of comparisons, and he's been good for the Vikings as a fast, agile tackle. So
0: For sure. My first winner, try not to be biased either, but it's got to be the Cardinals. I mean, Isaiah Simmons falling all the way to eight is just a blessing for them. Perhaps the best player in the draft, arguably after Chase Young, and – I'm just, I'm super excited about that. I mean, the guy's 240. He can play slot corner. He's going to play linebacker for them. He can play in the secondary, possibly, two in some nickel or bigger formations. I mean, just the versatility that he has is great for the Cardinals.
1: Yeah. And on top of that, with their second round pick, they got a top five receiver in the league.
0: I'm going to say the best receiver in the league, honestly. But like <laughs> you said, I really like that whole thing, too. The Cardinals' Twitter page was putting like the sensational sound bite from Hopkins on. Their Twitter page. They tweeted that out right when the Texans were on the clock with that second round pick, kind of trolling them. So I really like that kind of banter from the Twitter page, at least from the Cardinals, too.
1: Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins, not much better than you're going to get, or you won't get anything better in the second round, at least instant impact. And then the only reason why the Cardinals weren't in my top three, and again, it's not necessarily their fault, because I do like the Simmons pick. But uh, they didn't get one of those top tier offensive linemen, which a lot of people thought they might.
0: And that's, I mean, I see what you're saying there where they maybe didn't get worse or Thomas, but Josh Jones slipping them in the third round is just awesome, too. I thought that's who the Vikings were going to take. And obviously, they went for Cleveland, which is possibly a better scheme fit for them. But Jones was a first round talent on a lot of boards. So him falling all the way down to the third round, possible replacement at right tackle right away too for the Cardinals, so that could be a possible starter right there too.
1: Yeah, you're right. They did luck out with him dropping, but he's not quite in the tier as what they would have got at pick number eight, but him and Simmons do well. It is pretty darn
0: good. Yeah, and the Cardinals' defense was, I'm going to be honest, it was brutal last year, and a big reason why is that they couldn't guard the tight end, and Simmons comes in, and he's – instantly a factor for fixing that problems with his combination of size and speed. And I mean, you got to win your division first. Colin Coward's been talking about it a lot and just having that kind of speed on the defense, especially with Russell Wilson in your division. And like I said, they have Kittle in the division too. Simmons is going to be able to hopefully guard him. So I think just overall the Cardinals draft was really well put together. Uh, I'll
1: go into my second winner. Uh, I've got the Broncos. They, were, they drafted Jerry Judy with the 15th pick, which a lot of people didn't think he would get all the way to the uh, top.
0: Possibly the best receiver in the draft.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was between him and C.D. Lamb is what most people were arguing. Mm-hmm. And Either way, at number 15, that's a very good pick. And on top of that, in the second round, they got another receiver in uh, K.J. Hamler, who's a good slot guy, and going with Judy Sutton and him then, you're going to see if Drew Lock is any good this year because he has plenty of weapons.
0: No, the front office definitely buying into what they believe Drew Lock can be. They gave him some weapons, and right now on my big board, I have Drew Lock as the top ten as a top ten dynasty quarterback. I got him slated in at number ten if people start drafting dynasty leagues now.
1: I mean, yeah, I I probably don't have him that high because the way I look at it is. They gave him enough weapons that now you're going to truly see if he's any good. I don't see it as a super big vote of confidence. I see it as we'll see if now for sure.
0: They have the other pieces at least, and maybe they just need to move on from quarterback if it doesn't work out this year.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, they have plenty of weapons, so you'll know who's good and who's
0: not. I'm buying into the hype on him at least for now. My second winner is Tampa Bay, and the Rich just keep getting richer. I mean, getting Tom Brady earlier this offseason, Gronk getting traded to them by New England as well. I mean, it's just been a great offseason for Tampa Bay, Bruce Arians down there, and I honestly think that they're a winner because they got, in my opinion, the best tackle in the draft, and Tristan Wirfs, he slid all the way down to them. They had to trade up one spot to make sure that they got him, which I was fine with. He was their guy, and... Him sliding all the way down to them was surprising to me, at least. Like I said, I thought that he was the best O-line prospect. So him sliding to them was great for them. And also, maybe a little biased, but two gophers sliding to them. I love Antoine Winfield Jr. sliding to them. They have Todd Bulls as their defensive coordinator. He used to be the defensive coordinator for the Cardinals when they had Honey Badger. So hopefully see some Honey Badger-type things from Winfield Jr. And also Johnson sliding all the way down to them in the fifth. I obviously wanted either hopefully the Cardinals or the Vikings to take him, but after the Vikings took Jefferson and the Cardinals trading for Hopkins, I didn't really see either of those two happening. So seeing Johnson be able to catch passes from Tom Brady in the slot is going to be pretty exciting, at least from a Gopher fan standpoint for next year.
1: Yeah, you talked about three big picks that were all very good, and that's why they were also my uh, third winner of the draft. Uh I mean, you said it yourself, I really wanted the Vikings to get uh, both of those. Actually, all three of those players would have been great for the Vikings as we needed all line help, and I really wanted both the Gophers. I thought that the Vikings had plenty of chances at Tyler Johnson, but kind of like you said, drafting Justin Jefferson, they're uh, relatively similar as receivers as they play mostly in the slot Mm -hmm. and And, aren't incredibly
0: fast. And with already having Adam Thielen as more of a slot receiver too, that's just going to be too many cooks in the kitchen.
1: Yeah, I think – I mean, I definitely – I wanted them to make the pick, and I think they could have got it to work somehow, but he definitely has a better chance to blossom in Tampa Bay than he would have with the Vikings.
0: Yeah, I definitely think that he's going to have an immediate impact there. Bruce Arians likes to chuck it around too, and Tom Brady likes to dump it off, and I I project Johnson to be in the slot too, so I feel like he's going to have a lot of chances. And, I mean, uh, Pro Football Focus had him – as the best receiver at getting open or creating space. And if he's getting open, I know Tom Brady's going to put it on him.
1: Yeah, he's going to be their third or fourth receiver to start the year. And I would assume they'll throw the ball a lot. And I think he can work his way into the third receiver role, which you'd expect him to be on the field for most passing downs, probably about 40 to 50% of the snaps. And that's plenty to do damage as a rookie.
0: Yeah, And like you said, I mean, just this receiving core is so good at Tampa Bay that, A lot of teams might kind of overlook him if just trying to cover cover Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, too.
1: And Gronk.
0: And Gronk, exactly. Uh, Tampa Bay is going to be dangerous next year, but we'll get into that later.
1: Yep, so that was my third winner, too. So who's your last winner?
0: My last winner is Dallas. I mean, C.D. Lamb falling all the way down to them is just – it surprises me and it amazes me. In my opinion, he's the best receiver in this draft class and just – Adding him next to Amari Cooper and Gallup already, I mean, that's just going to be dangerous, and especially when they have a run game with Zeke, too. And they did get defensive help. They got Diggs's brother at corner, and then they just kind of loaded up on defense the rest of the draft. So that's why I have them as a winner, just because CD slid all the way down to them. They got defensive help, and I just think that's a solid class for them.
1: Yeah, I would have probably put the uh, Cowboys as my fourth or fifth winner because of everything you said. The only reason that I wouldn't have them break in is kind of the same reason that I talked about with the Cardinals as uh, it might not have been their biggest need to get a receiver there, but with the value, it's hard to pass up.
0: Yep, exactly. Uh, So we have the winners now. Do you want to get into the losers?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, You want to start this one?
0: Sure. In no particular order, I have the Raiders as one of my losers, and that's just because I think that they reached a receiver taking Ruggs as the first receiver off the board. Like I said, I already um, thought that CeeDee Lamb was the best receiver in the draft class, so they pass on him, and then also I thought that Judy was better than Ruggs, too. I like Ruggs' speed, but I think he's more of a raw talent. I don't necessarily think that he's the Tyreek Hill that Gruden's hoping that he is, but at the same time, I guess I don't necessarily see him as a John Ross, but probably somewhere in between. And then they also yeah. reached on a cornerback from Ohio State, too. That I mean, the, the announcers were kind of bashing on them for that pick too in the first round.
1: Yeah, I feel worse about that pick than the Rugs pick because I do think that Ruggs can be something near what Tyree Kill is, and who doesn't want to have Tyree Kill on their offense? Not saying he'll be him exactly, but I think he'll bring some things that are pretty close to that. But I don't like that cornerback pick either. No. Uh, my first loser. Is it the big one?
0: Yeah, I'll stick in the NFC. I mean, they had
2: a they had a rough draft and I'll give you three reasons.
1: First, Aaron Rodgers needed help at receiver with Devontae Adams being the only real threat on the outside to throw to. And they didn't draft on a receiver throughout the entire draft. There were 36 receivers drafted, and they didn't draft one. That's the first reason. Number two, they drafted Jordan Love in the first round.
0: (laughs) Traded up to get him.
1: Yeah. A lot of of people didn't even think he was a first-round talent, and a team that maybe will need a quarterback here in a couple years is the one that's going to try and trade up and get him. I mean, I think it does make sense for him to sit behind Rodgers and learn because from what people are saying, he's he's going to need time to learn. And then on top of that, their second round pick, they picked another running back when they already had Aaron Jones, who's a top 10 running back in the league or so, and Jamal Williams, who I think is one of the better backups in the league. I'm just not sure what they were exactly thinking targeting the wrong offensive positions in the draft.
0: No. If I was Rodgers, I'd be pissed. Stephen A. said it himself. I'd walk in there and demand a trade. I mean, it's just blasphemous. They were one win away from going to the Super Bowl last year, and then they didn't do anything to improve their team immediately. Like you said, they drafted Love. They need receiver help. Receiver help, O-line help, D-line help, and instead they go and draft a backup quarterback that, unless they move on from Rodgers early, or they think that Rodgers is so injury-prone, I, it's just a, it's a bad pick. I mean, I was I was really surprised at that. And like you said, a running back when they already have Aaron Jones, and then they just stocked up on interior linemen and blocking tight ends. And I don't know if that's the offense that fits Rodgers necessarily the best. So I was really surprised by their draft moves.
1: Were they one of your losers too?
0: Yes, they they're on my list. <laughs> All
1: right, so I'll go with another one of mine. Yep, I'll stick with the NFC North again, helping out the Vikings in the Chicago Bears. First of all, they did not have a first-round draft pick, so that automatically is going to hurt your uh, draft a bit. That's from the Khalil Mack sure trip, that that's yep. still gone. I mean, he's been good for them, but first-round picks are valuable. And then with their first pick, which was in the second round, they picked their 10th tight end on their roster. I mean, they're – I can only really come up with one big mistake that they made compared to the Packers, two or three. So that's why they're not my biggest loser. But adding a tenth tight end with your first pick in the draft, I just had to
0: put you on the list. I mean, I'm honestly thinking about coming out if they keep drafting like that for next year.
1: You can't. I wouldn't blame you.
0: Um, and my my, <laughs> I, do, I do
1: like their uh, second pick that they picked uh, corner. I thought the Vikings could go after him in the first round, Jalen Johnson, mm-hmm. but there were some injury concerns. But uh, he landed with the Bears in the second round, and I think that was actually a decent pick.
0: Yeah. My my third loser was the Texans. And like you said, no first round pick. And that was from the Tunsil trade. Yep.
1: Trading yep. with the Dolphins. Yep.
0: And then they don't the second round pick that they took, they took um a D tackle from TCU. But the reason they had that second round pick is because they got rid of DeAndre Hopkins. And like I said, I mean you know I no I mean he's the best receiver in the league the Vikings got more for Diggs and I mean and they took on David Johnson's salary too it's it was more of a salary dump for the Cardinals and getting Hopkins it was David Johnson in a second basically for um the best receiver in the league in my opinion so I mean just just brutal on their part, and I think that's another just reason why they need an actual GM instead of just Bill O'Brien running the running the reins.
1: Yeah, did you see how mad he got during the draft out when the Lions backed out of a trade at the last minute?
0: No, I didn't see that clip.
1: He, he was just, uh, I mean, they didn't have a mic on him or anything, but he, you could just tell he was swearing up a storm. Oh, was, man. I mean, he's probably swearing that he doesn't have a number one receiver anymore and he had to trade for Brandon Cooks.
0: Yeah, I mean, I like Cooks, but there's injury concerns, and he's aging, and, I mean, the guy's on his, like, fourth team in, like, five or six years now. I mean, I feel bad for him having to move all the time.
1: Yeah, I got my last loser here. All right. Uh, I picked the Seahawks.
0: I, I I say I agree with that one, too.
1: Yeah, they picked a linebacker in the first round with the 27th pick, mm-hmm. Jordan Brooks, Yep, and a lot of people had him ranked around, like, the fourth or fifth linebacker yep. on the board, and they drafted him as the second one. Yep. And then uh, I just know throughout the entire draft, a lot of people that they drafted were nowhere near the top of most people's, uh, like, big boards, yep. which doesn't mean that it's guaranteed to be a loss, but mm-hmm. those players are going to be available later, it seemed like, and they so they reached on a lot of
0: picks. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. I don't remember the exact name of the linebacker that they took. I think he was from Texas Tech, but... Yep, Jordan uh, Brooks. Yep, Jordan Brooks. And, I mean, just taking him over Patrick Queen, who the Ravens ended up getting, was kind of head-scratching to me. And like you said, they, they reached on a lot of people's big boards, at least. And I read some Seahawks fans, like, troll comments and stuff on all their posts or whatever, and they were just kind of saying just because they got sleepers and Russell Wilson and Bobby Wagner doesn't mean that they need to be reaching on all these guys and that they're just that they're scouting they can still wait on them even if they got a good feeling on everyone
1: yeah they kind of drafted as if they
0: were smarter than the rest of the league and picking these guys earlier than they had to and it's just like are you really that much smarter?
1: I'm not so sure.
0: The only team that you really can trust that to do that is the Patriots. <laughs>
1: yeah, I didn't really like their draft either, but we
0: can't bash on them because they're yeah, the Patriots.
1: Exactly. Uh, no, nope. maybe give them a couple of years here until we start bashing on them. But I'll I'll give them a break. I'll give them a break for now.
0: Yep. Exactly. All right. Well, we're gonna take a break here for just a second before we get. My younger brother, Aiden, actually in the studio, too, before we talk about our NFL playoff predictions here. Stay tuned. And we're back here. I got Aiden in the home studio with me. He's lucky enough to be quarantined with me right now. I still got Sam on the phone, and we're going to get into some NFL playoff predictions. And we're going to start out with the NFC. Sam, I'll let you pick the division. What division do you want to start out with?
1: Uh, let's let's save the heat for later. Let's maybe start in the East.
0: All right, who do you got as your NFC East winner?
1: East, I got the Cowboys. I like their draft. I think they're the best team. I do still think uh, the Eagles are going to put up a fight, but I've got the Cowboys winning it.
0: Yeah, I got the Cowboys too. I like like you said. I like their draft. They were already in my winner segment earlier. I think that CD is going to be a beast. They got Amari Cooper. They got Gallup. They still got Zeke in the backfield. Their defense is my only concern, but they tried to address it as much as they can. They got Jason Garrett out of there. So I think that they're going to have a good year. And I do think that with Dak still playing with some contract disputes, that he's going to try to ball out as much as he can. And you said that the Eagles are going to be coming coming for them, and – I do think that they improved and that their wide receiver corps improved, and that was a big need for them. But I don't know how much I can trust Wentz's ability to stay healthy, even though I do like Hertz as a backup now for them.
2: Yeah, that's fair. What do you got, Aiden? I also picked the Cowboys. I think Dak and Zeke are going to have a very good year this year.
0: Solid. All right, Sam. So we'll go to the South now. Who do you have winning for the NFC South?
1: I got the Saints. I know a lot of people might be picking the Bucs, maybe both of you, maybe none of you, but uh, I just think the Saints are still one of the most complete teams in the NFC. As long as Drew Brees is still producing, they got Michael Thomas, Elrin Kamara, a top five or ten defense. I just I – I got to pick them.
0: Yeah, I I'm, I do have the Bucks winning the division for me. I think that all their moves were just great this offseason – and I'm a big Bruce Arians fan too. And I think that they, the way that they improved their roster this year, adding the goat, adding Gronk, to two 1,000 yard receivers, they have Tyler Johnson now as a third or fourth receiver, and improving defense. I'm I'm just all in on the Bucks winning the South this year. And I my kinda, yep, you go first.
1: Yeah, I kind of have. Well, the thing that'll decide that division for me is just going to be who falls off more, Drew Brees or Tom Brady.
0: Yeah, and for me, I just thought that Brees is going to show more signs of aging, honestly, and that's my biggest reason. And I, I, I know it's might be a hot take, but I think that Bruce Arians is a better coach than Sean Payton, in my opinion. So that's another reason why I'm taking the Bucks.
1: I will call that slightly hot. Uh, Sean Payton is sizzling,
0: top, sizzling at least.
2: Bruce Arians, top
0: 10. So, All right. Aiden, who do you have winning the NFC South?
2: I also have the Saints. I think Drew Brees is hes still playing fine, but Tom Brady, he's kind of degressing. I feel like. But I think uh, it's going to be a really interesting division. I think that uh, the Falcons might come in sometimes and give them some Ls. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, I
1: don't mind that Falcons idea. I, I mean, they were good two or three years ago when they almost won the Super Bowl. And they've kind of been on that Super Bowl hangover as of late. But if their defense steps it up, I could see them making a push towards maybe a wild card.
0: Yeah, I mean, if Todd Gurley returns to his old form, which is a lot to ask for, but that addition of him definitely is a potential game changer for them. And I think that you can't sleep on the Panthers either just because they're trying to revamp things. They got Teddy as their quarterback now, too, so we'll see. That's, that's going to be an interesting division because I think that the bottom feeders of the division are definitely capable, like you said, of handing, handing some else to the top two teams.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: All right, we'll, we'll just get into it. Who do you have for the North, Sam?
1: I got the Vikings. I mean, I think that, I mean, last year they got second place. If they would have beat the Packers one time, it would have been a really, really close race. I just think... If our offensive line can improve enough to block their pass rushers that were better than them, and I don't think they got better this offseason, so I picked the Vikings.
0: Yeah, Aiden, who do you have winning the NFC South, or sorry, the NFC North?
2: I also picked the Vikings because they got a lot better than the Packers during this draft.
0: Yeah, um, I'm I'm still picking the Packers. Sorry, purple purple pride, but I. Well, I agree that the Vikings had a much better draft than the Packers. I still think that the Vikings regressed this offseason, too, just from a personnel standpoint, losing some guys. And I don't think that the Packers necessarily got better, but they were already the division champs last year. And I think that Aaron Rodgers kind of has a fire lit within him now with them kind of taking Jordan Love in the first round. And people are already saying that he's regressing. So I think that he's going to be playing motivated this season, too, which is... Something that kind of worries me for the rest of the NFC North.
1: I mean, I can't argue with your pick of the Packers as they won it last year, and they're still going to be solid, but it's just way too hard for me to pick anyone besides the Vikings.
0: That's understandable. I can't go against that either.
1: Especially when we are a solid team. If we're bad, I'll tell you we're bad, but (laughs) I think we're good enough to win the division. Oh,
0: trust me, if they're bad, I'll let you know they're bad. (laughs) And then finally, the NFC West, I have the Seahawks winning that division. I think that Russell Wilson's going to have another MVP-caliber season. And I just think that if they would have stayed healthy last year, that they definitely would have had a big Super Bowl-type run push. I think that DK Metcalf is going to see some even bigger leaps here in year two as a receiver for them. And I just think that they're going to be a great team again in the West.
1: Uh yeah, I have the Niners actually winning again. Uh I mean they were one of the most complete teams in the league last year. Many could argue they should have won the Super Bowl. Um I like their draft too. They traded away one of their defensive linemen but replaced him with a first round pick. So I don't think they'll be losing much there. And they also had another first round pick and drafted uh Brandon Ayuk from Arizona State, I think he'll be a good receiver in their system. And I just still believe that Kyle Shanahan is a good coach
2: and they're one of the most complete teams in the league.
0: Yeah, Aiden might be a little biased on this one as a Seahawks fan. Who do you have, Aiden? Yeah,
2: I, I pick the Seahawks. I think we're going to really just brand it this year. We didn't have the best draft, but we had an okay uh, free agent uh, free agency offseason. So we'll see what happens, but I definitely think we'll be the top in the West.
0: All right.
1: I Yeah, I have the Seahawks as my first wild card. I do think that they're going to be good again. Maybe even the second best team in the NFC, kind of as it was last year. Mm. I guess I would pick them as third, probably behind the Saints and the Niners. But they're a good team. I mean, when you got Russell Wilson at quarterback, as long as you have some pieces around him on offense and defense, you're going to be good.
0: Yeah, I have the Niners as my first wild card. um, Many... for many of the same reasons. I think they're a solid team. Kyle Shanahan's a good coach. They got an elite defense and I mean there's just there's just a lot of, to like about them. They have a power run game. They can just do some different schemes, type stuff, play action type passes and I just think that you can't go from winning the Super Bowl to completely missing out on the playoffs without having a complete roster overhaul and they brought back I'm most of the yeah, the almost winning the Super Bowl, sorry. Almost winning the Super Bowl and they're bringing back most of their people, so I think that the Niners are going to have a solid season. Who's your first wild card, Aiden?
2: Yeah, for the same reason, I also put the 49ers. They're going to be back, and they're going to be ready to go. Yeah. All right, and then
1: I guess we kind of already talked about the Bucs plenty, but I put them as my second wild card. I Like I said, it's between them and the Saints as far as uh, the NFC South goes. I say I think Tom Brady's going to be – worse than Drew Brees this year. That's why I have them as the sixth seed rather than the two or three seed.
0: Yeah. For me, I have the Saints as my sixth or six seed or second wild card. And I think that they're still going to have a solid year. Drew Brees is like I said going to regress a little bit this year in my eyes, but Michael Thomas is elite. Alvin Kamara is elite. Cam Jordan on the defense is elite. I mean there's they're still going to have a solid year down in the down in the bayou. Aiden, how about you?
2: My second wild card is the Bucks, and I see them making a little playoff run in that spot.
0: Yeah, they could be dangerous.
2: It looks like we have a lot of similarities as far as those wild cards
1: go. Yeah, maybe this last one will be a little bit different. I guess I have the one division missing out on uh, second team as the NFC North, and I picked the Eagles as the seventh seed. I think Carson Wentz, if he's healthy for the full year and has weapons, is gonna. Return to dang MVP form when he almost won it two or three years ago. Um, I just believe in the Eagles enough to sneak into a
0: playoffs. Yeah, I'm. I'm not on that hype train just because of my injury concerns for Wentz. But with the East being a weaker division, I could see them getting quite a few divisional wins. And I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they beat the Pat or beat the Cowboys at least once, just because the Cowboys always like to choke. But the NFC West is the best division in football for a reason, and that is why they're going to send three teams to the playoffs next year.
1: The Rams?
0: Nope. My last playoff team is the Arizona Cardinals. They will go 10-6 and six and make the playoffs as the last seed. Man,
1: a half hour ago we were talking and you told me they were
0: going to go 12-4. and four. I, I had to simmer down a little bit. That way I can just be pleasantly surprised.
1: <laughs> I mean, I do think the Cardinals are definitely going to be better this year. And they will compete for a playoff spot, but I would put eight and eight as kinda like their median winning. So they'd need to win one more game to make it. So it's not impossible, obviously.
0: Yeah. They got a second year Kyler Murray. We've seen the kind of jumps that second year quarterbacks take. And I mean, they have the best receiver in football now, in my opinion. Kenyon Drake was one of the best running backs in football once he got traded there last year. The defense is improved. From last year, adding Isaiah Simmons, other notable free agents on defense as well. And with just third in the position to win. With Kyler on a rookie deal, I think that they're, the culture's changed around there. I believe in uh, Kingsbury as a play caller. I'm just excited for the season for them.
2: What does Aiden got for number seven? I put down the Packers. I think it's going to be kind of up and down year for them, but they're going to get it together to, to at least make that final spot.
1: Yeah. I was debating between them and the Eagles for the seventh spot, but I picked the Eagles just uh, to pick against the Packers, honestly.
0: Yeah. How about we all go through our list one through seven? That way everyone knows what we think or sees what we think the seeding will be, too.
1: Yeah, sure. I'll start. Yep. I got the 49ers at one, Saints two, Vikings three,
2: Cowboys four, Seahawks, Bucks, Eagles five through seven.
0: Who do you got, Aiden?
2: I have the Seahawks at 1, the Vikings at 2, Saints at 3, Cowboys 4, 49ers 5, Bucks 6, and the Packers at
0: 7. And my list goes Seahawks at number 1, Tampa Bay at number 2, Green Bay at 3, Dallas at 4, San Francisco at 5. I got the Saints at 6, and finally the Cardinals at 7, and the Dangerous got, 7.
1: I got two comments
0: quick. Yep. One, I feel very
1: disrespected that you didn't put the Vikings in at all. And two, I reserve the right to change my order and teams until the regular season starts.
0: I think that's respectable. I'm going to have some – I mean, I guess it's not a super hot take for the AFC, but it'll be surprising just because of their greatness. But if they if they make some moves, I could see them slipping into. So we do have the right to change these before the season starts.
1: All right, let's go on to the AFC.
0: All right. Uh, I'll start off with the easy one We'll start off with the AFC West Defending Super Bowl champions Possible Goat, up and coming goat And Patrick Mahomes at quarterback It's easily the Chiefs for me
2: Yeah, I don't think we need to talk about this one much They're my one seed, easy division winner Aiden? Uh, I also picked them as the one seed
0: Boom All right, let's go to probably the other easiest division Let's go with the North
1: uh, yeah. This one's a tiny bit tougher, but not so much that you need to really think about it. You got to pick the Ravens with how good they were last year. Yeah. Uh, Lamar. Lamar's kind of
2: a cheat code, and John Harbaugh's a really good coach.
0: Aiden, how about you? Lamar's gonna have another
2: breakout season. I got the Ravens at two.
0: Yeah, like you said, there's definitely more talent in this division too. But with the way the Ravens were playing last year, I think Lamar's gonna be a beast again this year unless he gets hurt with his running style. But I, I can't pick against them. I thought they had a great draft, too, so I'm going Ravens. They're my two-seed as well for the North.
1: Uh, in the East, I got the Bills winning. It'll be the first time in a while that the Patriots haven't won, but with Tom Brady gone, I just struggle to see them to win the division as the Bills have improved. I mean, the Stefan Diggs trade will be pretty big for their offense, and their defense has always been pretty
0: darn good. Yeah. I don't want to sound like a bandwagon, but with the whole entire Bill's Mafia and the table slamming thing, they have been my third favorite team, and I've been saying that for a while, so you you know at least, but the viewers know it too. Bill's third favorite team, Bill's Mafia, table slam. There's a gender reveal thing where on Barstool today where I saw that a pair of parents throw one of their kids onto a cake with on top of a table that broke and for a gender reveal party. So I thought that was funny. Bills Mafia sweeping the nation, sweeping the East Coast, Buffalo in the East.
2: Bills for me, too.
0: All right. And then the last division that leaves is the South. Who do you have, Sam?
1: I think this one, again, could potentially be a clean sweep as uh, teams are kind kind of sort of obvious favorites in these divisions. But I pick the Titans. I mean... I wasn't a big fan of the Titans. Then they go on this big playoff run, and I feel like I almost need to pick them to win their division. Texans definitely got worse losing Hopkins. I think the Colts could be okay, but I just I can't pick for Philip Rivers as a quarterback.
0: Oh my and the Jags,
1: even though I love Gardner Minshew, are kind of a mess right now.
0: Yeah, I also have the Titans. Uh, Derrick Henry is just an absolute tank. They're well coached. I wasn't huge on the... Team or the Titans giving Tannehill the bag, but he made a playoff push last year for them. So I think that AJ Brown's a good up-and-coming receiver for them as well. So I'm I'm with you. I have the Titans winning the South.
2: I picked the Texans. Um
0: I, I,
1: wanna I honestly give, I honestly Deshaun's
0: a, Deshaun's a You're winner. That's fine. the only yeah. It's just without
1: Hopkins, they just seem like they are going to be so much worse, you wow.
2: know. I want to give David Johnson some respect. He brought me that uh fantasy football championship. I want to give him some respect. He hasn't had a couple of great years here mm-hmm. now. I think he's going to finally bounce back this
0: year. Man, it's yeah, lo- i was gonna say, I you say you I not say as much as I love DJ. That was 2016, bro. <laughs> I'll, I'll respect DJ. He didn't get a fair shake last year. He had some injury problems, but – and I do think that Deshaun Watson's a winner, but, man, I I just can't buy into anything that Bill O'Brien's doing there right now.
1: Yeah, this would be the closest division battle, and I would have had the Texans second. So it's not – it's not like it's crazy.
0: Yeah. All right, and then your first wild card, Sam, who do you have?
1: I got the Steelers. Uh, I think with Big Ben coming back – Stephen Dobie's punching the race.
0: air in happiness right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, if he shows any semblance of his older self, they've got a really good defense. They still got Juju. Uh, I I like and Mike Tomlin. I mean, they've got play. They got players to go nine and seven,
0: yeah, and six. I mean, I'm I'm a big Steelers hater just because of the whole Super Bowl fiasco. Definitely out of bounds on that last second catch against the Cardinals, but we're not gonna get into that. <laughs> <laughs> But I got the Browns as my first one. I think that there's just too much talent. I think that Baker has a big year. I think that just they're going to have a big season just because they have two elite receivers. Baker's going to have a better year. They're going to have a good run game, and Stefanski's going to get them playing. I think that he's going to do a good job as the head coach there. Uh,
1: I'm not the biggest Stefanski fan, I'm not going to lie. Even though he did decent for
0: the Vikings last year. Um, I'm going to say if he can win with Kirk Cousins, he's going to be able to win with Baker. Wow. Aiden, how about you? First wild card team. I picked the
2: Titans from the tough AFC South uh, battle. All
0: right. Yeah, like we said, that's probably the most wide-open division. So two teams from the South is definitely not blasphemous, and that's why I have the Colts as my second team. And I, unlike Sam, believe in Phillip Rivers to still get it done. I like them adding Jonathan Taylor in the draft. Even though he's going to be more of a traditional running back, more on first and second down, not a ton of pass catching ability, but I think that the Colts were a solid team last year, and adding or upgrading at quarterback and adding Jonathan Taylor is going to make them even better.
1: This almost works perfectly because do you know who my sixty is?
0: Not the Jags. You already ripped the on them. Chargers. Oh man.
1: I mean, with Phil Rivers gone, if they're willing to give Tyrod Taylor that starting job, he will lead them to the playoffs. I love Tyrod. If they give Justin Herbert the keys, they will not make the playoffs. But if they let Tyrod start the year, they won't regret it.
0: Man, I I don't get it, man. 420 was Think like three weeks ago, dude. Of Say off the weed.
1: Dude, they got a lot of weapons. Their defense, pretty solid. If Tyrod just takes care of the ball, gives it to Austin Eckler and Keenan
0: Allen. I don't know. I don't think you take a quarterback in the top ten to have him sit unless he has injury concerns.
1: I mean, he will be injured because he's not very smart.
0: He's not very smart? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I saw that he doesn't make the quickest of reads and that he's more of a big arm play action type quarterback. But I'm telling you, Tyrod
1: is
2: the way to go. All
0: right. Who now do you have?
2: I'm
0: going to say that's flaming hot.
2: I picked the Colts. They had a good draft, and I like all their offensive weapons, and I'm a huge Jonathan Taylor fan, being a Wisconsin fan.
0: Better dead than okay, red. Hated, but yeah. What
2: do you think about Phillip Rivers? He's not the greatest, but he can get the job done.
0: Thank you. Ugh. Thank you.
2: He knows how to lose.
0: Oh, my. All um, right. Who's and your fans, seventh, Aiden?
2: I picked the Chargers. Alright. Hey.
0: And are you starting Herbert or are you starting Tyrod?
2: Herbert. I think he's a playmaker. He tore up my Badgers in the Rose Bowl game and <laughs> I think he's going to do it at the next level. Oh my
1: goodness.
2: <laughs> I see we have, we got a little, same team but for different
1: reasons, huh? Yep. Uh, I guess my number seven is kind of opposite again of Philip Rivers. Uh, I said he knows how to lose. Well, this is just a team that knows how to win. I picked the Patriots as the seven seed uh, they've got a really good defense. They believe in Jared Stidham. If he's even half decent, I think they could make the playoffs at that last
0: spot. Yeah, I mean, the Patriots are my one team that I would sneak into mine if they ended up signing either Cam Newton or Andy Dalton, but I don't think that they make the playoffs with Stidham. So my final t- team is the Denver Broncos out of the West. They they gave the keys to Drew Lock here. They – they gave him the wide receiver weapons, and the defense has been aging. But I still like Von Miller. They got Boye now at corner. I'm, I'm picking the Broncos to sneak in as that last seed.
2: I like that I mean, Broncos pick because I like uh, Melvin, all the Gordon. Backs yep. they have. Melvin
0: Gordon. Yeah, Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay. Yeah, I
2: mean, if Drew Locks up, that's not a bad pick.
0: Yep. And then, so let's just run through our one through seven for the AFC. I'll go first this time. I got the Chiefs at number 1, Baltimore at number 2, Buffalo at 3, Tennessee at 4, the Browns at 5, Indianapolis at 6, and finally Denver at 7.
1: Yeah, I have the same order of division winners, Chiefs, Ravens, Bills, Titans.
2: Then I've got Steelers, Chargers, and Patriots. I have the Chiefs at 1, Ravens at 2, Texans at 3, Bills at 4, Titans at 5. Colts at 6, and the Chargers at 7. Perfect. Yeah, we got
1: a little bit more variation here in the AFC as I think the wild card spots are a little bit more wide open as a lot of those teams are great.
0: Yeah, I think just with the level of playing the AFC all around being lesser to the NFC, at least in my opinion, I think it leaves it more of a wide open kind of playoff run for the wild card teams at least.
1: Yeah, they might have the top two teams in the league, but
0: after that, there's a steep drop-off, I would say. Yeah. Aiden, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Sam, you got anything else? No,
1: no, this is a good episode. Got a lot of good NFL talking.
0: Yeah, some, some hot takes, some good takes. And like we said, we have until the beginning of the season to kind of change our picks. But right now, ballers don't lie. Here it is. Cardinals making the playoffs this year. You heard it here first.